Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't write nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't write nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. Hello. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Before you know where There's rubble and dust Cause we'll be pushing it up Somebody say You Everybody, happy Friday. If you consider Friday the 13th to be a happy occasion, Jeffrey, are you uh, you superstitious at all? I'm a little stitious. But no, I'm actually not at all. About anything? Uh, I'm not about Friday the 13th. does not wig me out one way, in one way, shape, or form. But there are definitely... I mean, do I, do I believe in the fact that if you know gambling's going well on a Saturday, I can't move. Yes, right. I did. Yeah, that's yes, I did. that's just yes. good science. That's good. that's just good science. Uh, Ron Olson wandered in here and handed me uh, handed me information about Friday the thirteenth. Um, just so you know, here's some things: uh, seventeen to twenty-one million Americans have a fear of Friday the thirteenth. It's not that many, right? There's what three hundred fifty million of us, or something like that. Correct. Um, uh, but like someone won't even leave their house or whatever. And so actually economic activity is tends to be a little down on Friday the 13th. Um, uh, the maximum number of times a Friday the 13th can occur in any given year is three, but it is guaranteed to come up at least once a year. And this is the second, remember the earlier Friday the 13th in, uh, in 2023? Was it February? No, it was in January. 
Uh, I, have, I have no recollection of it myself. The next one will not be until next September. You won't have a Friday the 13th until next September. Anyway, happy Friday the 13th to all y'all out there. Uh, it is a big, big night. People will be heading out. Yes, of course, the 6191 Park Avenue. And I was going to mention three different events that are that are happening tonight that will each, in their own way, be massive for those uh, concerned. One. Number one. Memphis takes on Tulane in the uh, Sim, at the Sim. Sim. <laughs> Have you heard Simmons Bank? Liberty Stadium. I did not know that was a thing. Called well, I was on. I'm on the Gabe every every day at five o'clock, and he asked me if I'd be uh, if I'd be helping fill up the sim. Mm. I had not heard the sim before. I think I'm going to reject it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, it's the Liberty Bowl, for God's sakes. Anyway, it's the Liberty Bowl tonight. Memphis versus Tulane, six o'clock. I will, in fact, be there and wouldn't miss it. It is pretty dope, and uh, it looked like spectacular weather. Perfect night for football. Big game, you can feel the vibes. So uh, that we'll, we'll get more, more to that in a moment. The second massive event, as you point out, is that age-old rivalry, MUS and CBHS, Memphis University School and Christian Brothers, will be playing. Where's the game? Uh, it's It will be at MUS. At MUS. Jeffrey will be on the call what time is kickoff, Jeffrey? Kickoff will be at 7 p.m. You can hear it right here, or you can hear it on our sister station, 790 The Bet. But, Jeff, I, uh, Dax Torrey, my former 8th grade English co- or teacher, as well as our SID, he has some terrific team notes. Can I read you this one anecdote? Yes, please read us this one anecdote. <coughs> you certainly may. Uh, the CBHS-MUS rivalry is the 15th oldest high school rivalry in the nation. Really? The 1900 game ended in a brawl that included teams, fans, parents, coaches, and teachers. The penalty issued for the fight was that the teams could not play each other in any sport for 20 years. The issue causing the fight was that the that MUS scored a late touchdown that would give them a 16-11 to 11 lead. In those days, when one scored, he had to down the ball in the end zone, so rugby style. The referee ruled that the MUS player did down the ball, but CBHS disagreed and they objected, believing that the game should end in an 11-11 tie. The disagreement escalated to a massive brawl. I don't understand the math there. 16-11. I guess, I guess uh, touchdowns, touchdowns at that were point were only else. worth five. Here's my question. Have they, have they played continuously since then? Didn't the schools disappear for some reason? Like, did it, has MU, so, CBHS, they, I believe, has, I believe they've existed continuously. continuously. But MUS, MUS went away, didn't Correct. They? Yes. And then I believe... Late fifties, it, it came, came back, back at the park at the Park Avenue location. Uh, but yeah, it went away. So maybe the oldest in terms of how far it stretches back, but you can't say oldest continuous. Correct. What's the? Uh, do you know the? Do you have the uh, the stats on where the the rivalry stands? I do. If I could scroll back up, and MUS leads 32-27 with three ties. At MUS, the Owls lead fifteen to thirteen. MUS leads at CBHS eight to five. At neutral sites, it's nine nine and three. And in the playoffs, the Owls are two and zero. How significant is this to those who went to MUS or to CBHS? It's the biggest game of the year. 
It could no, that, no matter, no matter what's the, the biggest game of the year. Is it really like you will? Will you never miss this game? No matter in 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 until you get to be you you sh- you shuffle off your mortal coil at the age of ninety nine. Will you be at every game between now and then? God willing, probably. God willing, you'll be there. Right. Um, anyway, this year. I mean, like, I wouldn't fly in. You know what I mean? Like, when I was living if elsewhere. If you were living in L.A., you right. wouldn't. So and you like, did miss And when I lived in North Carolina, Carolina, I didn't fly in. Did you, uh, uh, this year, of course, MUS is the vastly superior team. I don't want you to get cocky or anything, but isn't that, isn't that universally recognized? Only if you're just judging by all the metrics. Only if you're judging by all the metrics. Um, has there been a year when it felt like one had the vastly superior team and the other team won? Yeah, it's fairly. To mind? I mean, it's high school football, right? High school football, like, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So that is happening. That's number two. When we got the 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 tilt at the Liberty Bowl, where our emphasis is on taking Tulane, and two, we've got uh, uh, the tilt on uh, Park Avenue or Ridgeway or wherever it is. Do you enter through Park, where uh, MUS and that. CBHS are playing each other? And then three, we got the Taylor Swift movie dropping tonight. The Eras movie. I, I think it's tonight at yes, whatever the hell they call the Pink Palace. Is yeah, that where it is? Mem- the Mem- Memphis the Museum, Museum of, of the- Science and History. Yeah. Mosh. Yes. Yeah. So we got that tonight too, and and I'm sure and I'm sure other, other I'm sure other things, but it feels like a massive night for a lot of folks for a lot of reasons. So uh, whatever you're doing tonight, uh, take care. Don't be spooked by the uh, by the by the fact that it is Friday the 13th. Oh, and- there's a controversy about the movie. Uh, this, according to uh, Ron Olson's complete sheet, Taylor Swift's new movie, The Eras Tour, officially hits theaters today. Yeah, we say officially because Taylor's team decided to jump the gun and provide it to theaters yesterday. You'll I hope everybody's sitting down for this. Mm-hmm. This upset some Swifties because they bought more <laughs> than one hundred million dollars in pre-sale tickets, assuming they'd be the first the to first. see it. And now others have seen it. Even the trailer states that opening day would be October the 13th, and thus we have uh, upset Swifties. Well, that's all right. That's okay. Uh, Swifties, they, they, at least their team won, did win last night. Today on the radio show, Jason Smith's going to join us in the next segment. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then uh, every single fall, I walk in here and I, well, first I go to the bank and I get out 10 crisp $100 bills, and I, and I bring them in, and I, with great hope and a fullness of heart, I hand them over to Jeffrey and tell him to go forth and invest. Like I could have put it in crypto, and 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 where would I be? Instead, I've invested it suing uh, SBF. Instead, I put it. I invested it in Jeffrey, and for many years that investment has been fruitful until last year when it was less fruitful. Uh, and this year, Jeffrey, uh, well, how's my money doing? So you were, we had a seven and eight week last <sighs> week. It was it was annoying. It was annoying. Uh, I still got money left. I still got money you left. You got plenty of money left. I got plenty of money left. We are li- we're literally just one decent we week away from being good right week back away in the black. from being flush. Yeah. And it could well be this week. And so in the second hour, Jeffrey will unveil his picks in college football. Before we return to what's happening tonight, let's talk a little bit about what happened last night. I'll be honest, I feel bad. I feel bad for embracing the misery of Braves fans, for anticipating and enjoying the misery of Braves fans. Although I did hear from others, others who were listening yesterday, who admitted that they're that they think the same thing. They just like other people to be unhappy, and and there is, I would say, unhappiness abounds 
in Atlanta. I did not like how the Braves carried themselves this series. This series? Correct. I found myself I found myself saying that's fine last night. It was fine last night. Uh and uh Phillies win, Phillies win, Phillies win 3 to 1. Braves go home. And so um the Braves, Dodgers, Orioles all won 100 plus games this season and they are all gone. Dunzo. Dunzo. Braves hit 3 home runs total in the series. Two, by the way, by our very own Austin Riley. Uh, but uh, beyond that, a big disappointment. Uh, uh, Nick Castellanos was tremendous Holy again. God. I was stunned. He had two home runs And last nobody night. died while he hit all these deep drives to left. That's good, too. He had, he, had, uh, he had two home runs last night, two home runs the previous night. I was stunned that no one had ever done that before in postseason baseball history. Yeah, you would think with the amount of postseason baseball games. There's been a games. lot of postseason baseball history. It's kind of remarkable that um, that it hadn't been done before, but there you go. And now it is uh, Houston versus Texas, the Phillies versus Arizona. There was some more. The, the commissioner said he is not troubled by the way the playoffs uh, have played out, that the higher-seeded team doesn't seem to do particularly well in these circumstances, the question of whether the layoff gets them or not. Um, and I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm not crying tears for the Braves. I do think... When they won a World Series two years ago. When, when a, a 15 knocks off a two in the NCAA tournament, we think it's great. We don't say something's wrong with the NCAA tournament, right? When, when if, if a wildcard team uh, happens to win a, uh, you know, knock off a favorite in the NFL playoffs, we don't say, oh, that's, that's tough on the favorite. Correct. It's the way it goes. Win the damn games. Yes. I think that's the side I'm coming down on, ultimately. So anyway. I mean, I guess I am a little – I don't know if I love the current format, but at the same you time – like, You want seven games? Is that why? It's not even necessarily you want seven games. I just haven't quite figured out – like, either play wild card series or don't play wild card series. Like, I, the, this kind of in-between – Feels like we. You, you don't like the previous series, right? We haven't quite figured. I don't feel like we. I did not like the wild card games. That seemed. Way I didn't too like dramatic. the one off, but I think I. Th- I don't think it's bad now. I, I mean, it's, it's I will say the three game series feel more like playoff baseball than yeah. the one game wild. Yeah, one card game did. was ridiculous. Um, all right. While that was going on, uh, the Chiefs were in a fairly dismal outing, uh, beating the Broncos, um, and the Broncos are in. Uh, kind of free fall here. Um, Broncos are, and and it does suggest, like, let me ask you this. Who are the most successful NFL coaches over the past 20 years? You'd have to say Pete Carroll is one of them. And yes. he continues to be successful, right? Yes. But beyond that, it's Belichick and it's Sean Payton, right? And Andy Reid. And Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah. And Andy Reid. Now, Andy Reid has recreated it. So he gets total credit, yeah. right? He did it in Philadelphia, and now he's doing it yeah. in Kansas City. They identified the court. He gets full marks for yes. this. The other two, it seems to me, one did it when he had Brady, one did it when he had Breeze. Yes. Well, and furthermore, like, I was thinking about this last night. Remember, remember when, when there was the narrative that Tom Brady's just a system quarterback? Like, you know, it's oh, like... Absolutely. like why did we 
entertain that thought and never entertain the thought, you know, maybe Russell Wilson's a system quarterback. Because well, that I, yeah. seems to be no, more no, like... You're exactly right. Well, and I... and. Eh, I was going to say it's because one of the reasons we accepted it with Brady in addition to everything else was that he wasn't particularly highly touted after coming out of college, but neither was Russell yeah, Wilson. I mean, I mean, I mean I, he had a great last year at, at, at Wisconsin, but he was considered too well, small. The biggest, well, the biggest the reason draft. he left North Carolina State was basically his college coach was like either play spring football and battled out with Glennon or I'm going to go with Glennon. I mean – you know? Uh, anyway, Broncos have, uh, of course, they traded Randy Gregory. Uh, they're letting go of Frank Clark. Jerry Judy may be on the way out. Um, they're just going to reboot, which is fine. And they're losing games that they have to lose. Do you think, forget everything you know about Patrick Mahomes before this year. Okay. Okay? Just based on this year, Mahomes, Reed, the Chiefs. Do you put them in the same category as the 49ers in terms of Super Bowl contenders? So if I I I, I have no you recollection have no of what of, happened. Of, You're only looking at what it, what you see in no, front they, of you they, this year. They clearly eye test wise this year they they do not match that level. What is the right just looking at this year? Yeah. What's the right top 5 in the NFL? So let's go Niners. Clearly, Niners. I think you still have to say the Eagles. Like, I don't think the Eagles have passed the eye test like they did last year. But at the same time, they're five and zero and they're winning by double digits. Right. Like, you, we 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 might be nitpicking them a little too much. It is much. interesting. Two NFC teams and the NFC was down. Then I think it is some combination. You can choose how to order it because I think it's gonna. Be, I think the AFC is gonna be very matchup dependent. I think it, then it's the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Bills in some order. And I, given the Bills injuries, I put the Dolphins ahead. I think it's the I think it's the Chiefs of the Dolphins, and I actually think the Dolphins look like a real threat to get to the Super Bowl from the AFC. Yes, and especially because, if they if they get home field advantage. Especially if they get home field advantage. Yeah. In fact, yeah, I I think Dolphins are a real threat to get there. Chiefs win last night, look unimpressive again last night in the process. I mean, and they then, just look bored. And then finally, and by the way, I was distracted last night. So damn depressing. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres started their uh, new campaign with a, you know, all the excitement that goes into a home. It felt like a lot of Grizzlies home openers used to, right? Where you you get out there and you just lay an egg. Uh, they lose five to one to the New York Rangers. It was listless and depressing. And so I could watch plenty of Could these. you sense all the people in there like, why so did I spend awful. the money to be here? It like, was you just know, so awful. I brought my kids, like. Why did I do this? First game, five it's a school to night. one. Five to one. Just <laughs> done. Um, all right, and then the Grizzlies beat the lost to the Hawks, one hundred three to one hundred two. Uh, plucky performance. A lot of uh, Grizzlies did not play. Jaron Jackson Jr. did not play. Desmond Bain did not play. Derrick Rose did not play. Uh, Marcus Smart once again did not play. Luke Kennard did not play. Uh, Jake Laravia did not play. John Conchar did not play. Uh, and so we had a – Stephen Adams did play. I was about to say, it felt like the only person that did <laughs> – Right, Stephen Adams did play. Yeah. That was interesting. Stephen Adams played. Um, and hmm, what was notable? I guess Santi Aldama's night was notable. I mean, minutes. Zaire shot well I was night. about to get to Zaire. Uh, Santi Aldama, uh, I think, was notable. 
Uh, Gigi Jackson got a lot of shots up, missed most of them early, but but helped spark a rally there at the end. Shaq Harrison, by contrast, 23 minutes, no shots. Um, um, Jacob Gilliard looked good again in um, with 10 assists, I think he had. But yes, to me, if you're saying what was the headliner, yeah. the headliner was Zaire Williams hitting shots. And I really think, I think we're getting to a point where you wonder if it's not Zaire Williams who's going to start in game one because... I think it's trending that way. I think it's trending that way. Yeah. And uh, among the other things he had to do was, I, I know, like, we talk all the time. You make shots, you miss shots, you miss shots. Well, some, you know. No, well, Jeff, it's a make or miss league. Here's the truth. Last year he missed shots. The year before he missed shots. He has to be able to make shots for this to work, for him to be the starter. 100%. He's got to be a 3 and D, not a. No 3 and D. No 3 and D. And so making shots is actually part of the process here. It's part of, like, is he going to make shots? Um, because if he doesn't make shots, then it clogs up the floor for everybody else. Like, imagine what the rest of the court looks like, what, 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 what the, the court looks like if you're Desmond Bain and you've got Luke Kennard standing over there, right? right? That's very different than you have a dude that doesn't make shots. And so you need Zaire to make shots. And last night, he started out on fire, made his first three, uh, but he ended up 4-7 from 3. Very credible. Um, Zaire Williams. I think it's trending towards Zaire Williams being your starter at the 3. And if it doesn't work, they'll just put Luke Kennard there. That's kind of how I see it working out. Like, it seems to me like it's trending towards that will be the that will be the starting point. Yeah, you don't have to decide. It's not written stone for what, what you're going to uh, have it be for the, for the rest of the season. But um, anyway, they play the Heat on Sunday. And uh, so that is your situation with the Grizz. Also last night, a wild, wild game. Did you have anything on this game, Houston and West Virginia? I did not. The two games I had last night were I took the Chiefs, like SpongeBob SquarePants, and then I had the, uh, excuse me, the under in SMU and ECU. Which was what? Uh, it was under 49. The game finished 31 31 to 10. Uh, SMU looks pretty good. Um, East Metri- Carolina metrically, there's metrically, SMU is the biggest threat to everyone left in the league. Yeah. Um, that Houston-West Virginia game was just freaking wild. Boy. So Houston is up by 11, I think it was. Yeah, it was 11 with like four minutes to go. And they're, 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 Dana Holkerson's going to get his win over the team he used to coach up 35-24. So then what happens? They go into the prevent defense. <laughs> West Virginia marches down, scores, goes for two, and gets it. Right? Yes, and... They had the rare got the two despite the five yard penalty. Like exactly, they right. moved it back to the seven and, and still they still got, got the, two. the two. Yes. So now it's thirty five to thirty two. Two. Yes. Three okay. point game. So at this point, you can say, "Are you going to onside kick?" They said, "No, we're not going to." We're onside kicking it kick. deep. We're going to play we're, defense. And I heard you talking to one of your guests this week about how onside kicks are stupid. Well, they're just they like, like if you have like a five percent yeah, chance of very getting little it. chance. So anyway, so they they, they kicked off. They stopped them. And they forced a punt. Like, bang. <laughs> right. Like, like, bang. So they're like, oh, look at this. It was 35-24. All of a sudden, we got the ball. It's, uh, and we're only down three at this point. But thing got a, things got a little desperate. They're facing fourth and 10 from the 50. With a quarterback that can't throw. With a quarterback who can't throw. Except that drive he could. <laughs> except that drive he could. 
12 seconds left. Touchdown. Woohoo! Oh, my God. Dana Holgerson is dead man walking, right? Yes. He is a dead man walking. He is getting fired. There's no question. You were up 35 to 24. I should have stayed in Morgantown. And now you're going to get fired. Except with 12 seconds left. Okay, so after that touchdown pass, there's a celebration. Correct. And so that advances them. And then they hit one pass. And then, stunningly, a Hail Mary tipped. True Hail Mary. True Hail Mary. Yeah. Tipped. Caught. Houston wins. Unbelievable snag. The the to catch the tip, the guy just almost, ripped it out. He had almost been knocked over too. Yeah. Like he had almost it was something. Well, you know, everything goes on. There's you can that's the other thing about oh Hail Marys is like God. you can literally just tackle people. This is uh, by the way, uh and it's a matchup between two coaches both who were on the hot seat. Correct. Well, the, you know, it looked like coming into the year this was going to be the like loser leaves town game, like literally loser leaves town. Uh, Neil Brown uh, was the loser um, in in that thriller. All right, we do have uh, the game tonight. Will Memphis and Tulane be among the games you pick? Mm, TBD. Ha! Ha! TBD. All right, I'll ask you a couple things then uh, further. Game, again, kickoff tonight. And I think, listen, if you are a radio talk show host, in this town, you have said the words this week, uh, biggest game of the Ryan Silverfield era. I think that I think, or biggest game since. Or, since when, though? Big, oh, I mean, since for the for the Tigers? I don't yeah. know. I haven't I thought mean, about Mark's that. Mark's point is the Cotton Bowl, and I don't really disagree with it. Yeah, but the Cotton Bowl was just so it's different. It's just a different. It was it, just different. It was And it was bowl games are no longer like. Bowl, bowl games are no longer the game itself. It's a, it's, is, a bigger, it's a bigger game than that because nothing hinged on that. Correct. You know, there, there are things that hinge on this. So in terms of impact on the program going forward, that, that because it existed, was bigger. Um, but... You know what it is? It's the biggest game since whatever game they had to win to get to the Cotton Bowl. The game that, that before was, the, the championship game. Did they? So whatever was. Well, the, Cincinnati twice. Remember, Cincinnati yeah, so was, at the end of the year and then Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. again. It's the biggest game since they beat Cincinnati to yeah. go to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I can buy that. That's what I would say. Um, so what happens? Let's play both out. What happens if they uh, if they win it? Uh, and there are, by the way, some other games of interest. Wyoming, which I think most would say right now, if the season ended today, would go to the Peach Bowl. Wyoming's playing Air Force. Yep. Um, They're like I, eleven point. Dogs. I guess you want what? They're like eleven point dogs. Yeah, you want. You would say you want why Like in the end, you need both of those teams to lose a game before probably between now and the end of the year. So you don't actually. It's not cataclysmic if Wyoming beats Air Force because it's probably more apt that Wyoming would lose going forward than Air Force would lose going forward, right? Yeah, I think at this point the 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 hope would be like Boise wins the Mountain West. Yeah, I don't think Boise is very good, though. I don't either, but that's I'm the sure, problem. There's sure. no question. You want Boise to win the Mountain West because, among other things, you've beaten Boise. Correct. Like, that's obvious you want Boise to but win the Mountain West. you need someone like two losses, three losses to win the Mountain You need someone to upset and win the Mountain so, West. So, um... Anyway, that is happening. But if they win, it is it is by no stretched. Okay, let me ask you this: Is it if they run the table? They being Memphis. They being Memphis. Okay. Is it more likely than not that they will go to the Peach Bowl? Yes. 
because the rest the amount of, of wins so- that they'll have, and the and and and, 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 and the Mountain West tends to eat itself. And you're you're that that's that that's that's what it depends on. It depends on the no one being undefeated in the Mountain West. Yes, and you think well, no one is undefeated right now. Well, except for Air Force. Air Force is. I mean, if Air Force runs the table, that's the thing. Air Force but runs I the just, table. I Air don't Force. think Air. I don't think Air Force is ever going undefeated. <laughs> right. Like, um, anyway, so and they've had a lot of good football teams. So if they win, it really does set up a nice stretch here. Again, you got to play SMU. SMU looked good last night. There's no guarantees of any of this. Yeah, but, but you've got like a month worth of games. You've where... got a month worth of games where you're supposed to win. It, it, you know, the the Tigers and basketball and Grizzlies and whatever are cranking up, and you're relevant, and people are talking about you, and they're talking about you in all the college national college football stories. And you're probably gonna spend the month ranked. And you may well spend the month ranked. It is absolutely a huge opportunity. It's not a rush the field opportunity tonight, is it? I mean, no. I think no. I think no. sometimes no. rushing the field depends on the game. Okay, that's fine. That's well, like if like, you if you win it. Like if you're Houston one of the seventeen thousand people that if, were at Houston if, last night, I would have rushed the field. If they win uh, thirty-one to twenty-one. You know they. Yeah, they, no, it's yeah. it's not a rush the field game. You got bigger games coming up. Is it a? It's not a Gatorade on Ryan Silverfield. You got to you get, get, act like you've been there before, right? Yeah, but if you want to do the Gatorade bath, I'd be fine with it. You'd be fine Gatorade yeah. bath, but you think rushing the field, if it's not particularly yeah. dramatic, would be over? Yeah, you're gonna, other, you're gonna have big t- other big time rush the field games later. There won't be a rush the field game this year. There, SMU would definitely could be be a rush the field game. Especially if that's going to be rush the field game. You if it's if you're the inferior team, you rush the field. You don't rush the field if you're. I, I'm not sure SMU. that they're going to be favored against. That's fine. Game. They're not favored tonight. They're not I mean, favored but that, tonight. At that, point, you would, at that point, you you will have won the game that will solidify that you are the home team in the championship game, and you are at that point are probably going to be that win. So you away. rush the field. Yeah. I predict no. I'm also in the camp of if the kids want to rush the field. No, that's fine. Let I'm them just do it. saying it's not. It doesn't feel like. I mean, a rush I'm not the saying tear down the goal. Is this a tear down the goalpost game? A, yeah, well, it's not the same thing, don't you? Every I time you rush the field, don't you try to tear down the goalpost? I don't. Goal I don't think that's necessarily been. So the you case say anymore. three things: Gatorade is one level, rush the field is another level, rush the field and tear down the goalpost is another level. There are three levels. And you would put this at the rush the field, not not tonight. SMU, you'd say is a rush the field game. Tonight is is if they is a Gatorade bath game. Yes. But it's massive. It is absolutely massive. You know who should? You know what? Honestly, if they win tonight, Ryan Silverfield should rush the field and tear down the goalpost. That's a great point. You know, just I, no, no, literally it's kind just of Ryan. Difficult with one person. Uh, yeah, but he's a he's. I don't put it past him. For for Ryan I Silverfield, this, for this. Would, this for Ryan Silverfield, he should tear down the goalpost and flip the double bird to all the doubters. Yes, uh, Willie. By the way. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, also, because there's a lot of football left to be played. Correct. You don't want to even even football in which games in which you're going to be favored. Yes. You do not want to prematurely celebrate. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to claim. You don't want to claim victory with this much. Uh, if they lose, what does it do? Um, if you lose, I think it's not done. Done in terms of the New Year's Six, but it starts to the math starts to. It's pretty St- damn stop done. working it's against. It's pretty damn done. What's the, is that? But there still is a path. I mean, your path would still be you win out, and then you 
play in the championship, championship game and you, game, and win, and the you win the championship game. game. And then you hope everybody but else you're, falls. At that point, you'd be likely to not host the championship game. Psychologically deflating. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, you've been you've been circling this game for a while. Like, I think everyone has known this is this is the one that's been the most important. Okay, if Memphis wins, how does Memphis win? Memphis wins, I think, by – Tulane's not been great in the red zone this year. So, I think what Memphis – and Memphis has been a type of defense where they give up yards, but they're very good in the red zone and, and keeping you out of the end zone. So I think you start there where Memphis makes Tulane kick a bunch of field goals. Maybe some turnovers. I'm not even going to do that because, like, turnovers are unpredictable. Where Tulane has been gettable this year right. is in the passing That makes game. sense. Yes. Clearly. And if you if you can hit some big plays, then all of a sudden, that like, that's your path. It's it's keep them out the of thing the is end. Memphis has not been a big play Correct. passing team. But I did think against, against Boise, I thought they showed some explosiveness. Now, I don't know how much that is Boise's defense. I mean, the, the single biggest key to me is, can Memphis block Tulane? Because Tulane's defensive front has right. been very good all year, and I'm not confident. <sighs> I feel a little bit of a I – f- I feel a little tightness in the belly the way that you do before a big, big game. Big game. Some, uh, some there's, butterflies, there's, baby. I, I feel that. And then you, you, you combine everything that's happening, going to be happening there over on Park Avenue and everywhere else. Plus, by the way um, – 35,000 tonight? I think so, right? I think so. I think they hit 35,000 tonight. There's, there are, it is, conf, quote-unquote, conflicting with the high school football, but not a lot of high school football. Well, I think the city Actually, schools are off. Yeah, the schedule is light. I think it's like four yeah. games or something. So, um, now, the Swifties will be now otherwise <laughs> engaged. But they'll be right there. Um, this would be a great weekend to get to Oak Hall. I was, uh, I was uh, an MC at the... Uh, Hall of Fame, Memphis Hall of Fame thing the other day. And uh, and so, you know, when I dressed in, I dressed in a sport coat from O'Call, a shirt from O'Call, pants from O'Call. And well, I, I got to tell you, I looked good. I, I mean, I just did, and I never used to look good, but I looked good uh, because you walk on in there, and here's what happens. I like, I need a sport coat. And what you do in the end is you rely on the unbelievable expertise and care um, that the folks at O'Call and, and experience that they have. And so uh, they walked me over to the suit coat section and like we settled on two and they're absolutely beautiful and they're perfect for me. And they were like, one of them was just a little bit, uh, a little bit outside my comfort. And yet they urged me like, they just know what they're doing over there. And so they can make you look fantastic. And just walking through the store on a Saturday morning um, is uh, its a delight. It's a pleasure. Um, and you get a couple of things, spruce up your wardrobe. Maybe you get something for someone else. Um, believe me, um, there is nothing quite like a piece of clothing that you know. Eh, I just used to, clothes for me just used to be utterly disposable. And I looked like that. And now you take a piece of clothing out of your 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 closet or your dresser or whatever that you know makes you look good. It just makes a difference. Go in and see our friends at Oak Hall um, and head on in today or tomorrow morning. I like Saturdays in the fall. Do that. All right, Jason Smith is going to join us next. Then Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Then Jeffrey is going to unleash his picks on the world. We'll do that. It's the Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Nick Ashew with BetQL, and it may be that time where we're starting to finally see the Cardinals regress to who they are. Arizona's pass rush wasn't able to get close to Joe Burrow last week, and they had a couple of bad weeks before that. Matt Stafford can have plenty of time, even with that weak offensive line. Oh, and you've also added a Cooper Cup back to an already strong passing game. Puka and Tutu out there. Take the Rams to cover at home. I'm Nick Ashew. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book right now. New customers, you might even know this by now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. That's right, one single $5 bet, and cha-ching, $200 in bonus bets will appear in your account for you to bet on whatever you like. Spreads, player props, over, under. Uh, all you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, to uh, get involved in the NFL season. FanDuel, it's fast, secure, it's official partner of the NFL. It's got to be. FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee. Red line 1-800-889-9789. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. 
When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant Cash Offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. As a roofer, I don't have time to fail. Homeowners rely on me, so I rely on Beacon. Beacon's unique network of branches work together to get me what I need when I need it. Every branch working together. And with the Beacon Pro Plus app, I've got the brands I depend on, like Certainty Landmark Pro, right at my fingertips. And now through November, purchase Certainty with Beacon Pro Plus, web or app, and earn up to $750. Beacon, always building. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at redrivertoyota.com and we'll bring it to you. 
So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. The Wing Guru, serving up 21 flavors of lip-smacking goodness. Whole wings, party wings, boneless wings, and more. Served just the way you like them and smothered in our award-winning sauces. Order online and pick up in the stores or stop in and stay a while. The Wing Guru. Constellation Prize time is over. Why, you may ask? Because no one ever said, hey, you know what I want to root for? A losing team. I want to live on the wrong side of the track. Ain't nothing better than being on the wrong side of the river. You don't want that. You want to be on the right side of the river where you have better odds. Come on, mama. Or get complimentary drinks. Or even just play some golf. See way better entertainment. Basically, you just want to be on the right side of the river. See y'all in Tunica. Complimentary drinks for players only. Visit tunicatravel.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Cornerstone, who to recall uh, if a disaster strikes 901 respond is the phone number. You know that by now. What I'm talking about is your pipes freeze. Those days are coming. We had pipes, a lot of pipe, frozen pipes this past winter. So who do you call 901 respond? Tree falls on your house. Oh no, it's two in the morning. Rain's coming in. Who do you call? 901 respond. Uh, kitchen fire. You got smoke and bad things. 901 respond. Mold. 901 respond. It's Service Master by Cornerstone, locally owned, locally operated. They got an eight, a uh, 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company. They will be, be there to help you out of your predicament. 901 Respond at Service Master by Cornerstone. Joined now by Jason Smith, Jason and John, every single day from 11 until 2. Jason, when did you last go to Memphis uh, to the Beale Street Music Festival? Ooh, been a long time. Uh, uh, it's been years, uh, to be honest with you, so... I can't. I can't pin it down. Uh, it'd probably be, I don't know, mid out of two thousand eight ish, maybe two thousand nine ish, somewhere in there. So it had been a while for me, as it was. I probably just aged out of it. Uh, and again, no disrespect right. to Bill Street Music Festival. And you know, John was saying yesterday, uh, in in its defense, you know that they uh, they didn't they hadn't done a a great job at least of getting the timely acts right. The ones that were big stars right now. Of course, you could reach back and and go get the, the oldies, but goodies. But, uh, I, I will, I'll beg to differ. I mean, they had, they had Meg the stallion. I want to say a couple of years ago, and she's on top of the, she's uh, one of the ones on top of the, the rap game right now. So I, I thought, I thought, you know, could, did they get all of the, the, the best? No, that's hard to do in, in, in Memphis and with that music festival. But I thought, you know, for the end there, they were, it wasn't a deal where they were mailing it in. At least they were, they were trying to bring it back to things, hemorrhaging money, uh, it's probably be just run its course, but I I had aged out of it, Jeff, probably years ago. Yeah, I, I'm sure they were doing the best they could, and yeah, you know, people yeah. people have so, so many drawn so many lines in the sand over this. Everyone's picked sides, and so some people are blaming the uh, river 
uh, front parks folks. Other people are blaming the music folks for not putting together a compelling product. Last year, they drew 37,805. Um, so I was interested, though, is uh, City Councilman Chase Carlisle, he tweeted out this morning, I feel very, very confident a world-class music festival will take exactly. place in Tom Lee Park in 2024. Exactly. Like, I mean, you, you pointed that out to us just as quickly as we could ask you that at some point there'll be another music festival and to hear that, you know, it could pick up as, as soon as next year. Uh, is, is good news. I, I just think that's that's kind of the feeling. I, I highly doubt you're going to waste, you know, that that great space. And knowing our musical history, some, you you something will be down there. I agree with you yesterday on that. Just whatever form, whatever name it'll take, we'll see. Uh, I'll talk uh, Chris Harrington more about that at the top of the hour. The um, the Memphis Tigers play Tulane tonight in a game that everyone has talked about, circled all of that, uh, pretty much universally acknowledged to be the biggest game in the Ryan Silverfield era. I was asking Jeffrey earlier, is this a Gatorade game? He, he said there's three categories. There's the Gatorade yeah. shower game, and then he would put the rush the field game uh, above that, and then rush the field and take down the goalpost above that. Do you think a victory tonight merits any of those three things? I think the Gatorade bath for sure. I, I, think, I think the players know very well you know, what Ryan Silverfield sort of faced coming into the season with a lot of people out on the football program. And, of course, it's seeming, you know, whether it's inside that athletic department or with that team, like, you know, those guys are pretty galvanized behind him. He doesn't have a team that, that it didn't feel like going into the season was ready to let go of the rope. It seemed like one that was ready to fight for. And so I, I get the sense that they know how big a game and opportunity this is for Ryan Silverfield. They hear what everybody's saying, that this is his biggest game as a head coach, and it absolutely is. It's the opportunity to gain back everything you've lost, to be honest with you. Not everything in the sense of game day, not those heights yet, but getting yourself back in that position where you could be the best thing uh, in the group of five. He's got himself right here. And so, I, 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 you know, I did, it, I did it earlier this week with a, with a respect burger. I said it again yesterday. I give him credit for putting his team in this position, you know, right now to, to seize it, to, to, to grab, you know, control of the AAC for the most part. I know you're, you're, you're going to have to deal with, with SMU, that that's clear at this point. That the good thing is you get them at your place, but but you've got them in position right now. To get people really excited about this thing again. You've gone out and and rather than just uh, running your mouth about people coming, you went out and spent fifty thousand dollars your own money, whatever it is. You're 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 handing out tickets that looked like yesterday on campus. You're doing everything in your power besides just the the things we always say he has to control, which is inside those inside those white lines. He's going out of his way. Obviously, to set this thing up is big. And so, you know, I, I feel great for him because, again, this is, you know, for, for Ryan Silverfield, he needed this year to get people to buy back in. And I think with the position he's in right now, he's right there on the precipice of doing that. I, I don't think that you have to win necessarily to get people to feel like right now that the program's in good hands with Ryan Silverfield, but you do have to play on Tulane's level. You can't go out and buy all these tickets and then, and then give, a, a, you know, an F performance against a Tulane team that's good, yes, and the standard in the league, but not unbeatable. There, there's no question about it. I mean, you've got uh, what it takes, I think, and especially at home with your home record, 19-4 and under Silverfield. You know, uh, you're a five-point dog at home. That's an easy pregame speech to get guys up for. So with them realizing how big this is for Silverfield, again, this being a beatable two-lane team, I just think it's a great opportunity. I'm happy that Ryan gets this opportunity, and I hope that he delivers, that he doesn't flop. Uh, because I think that's where you stand to lose, Jeff. 
if you go out there and flop tonight on Friday night in front of a, you know, what I think is going to be 35,000 plus on ESPN, that's not going to be a good look optically. There's no question. I don't think you go back to ground zero, but it's certainly us saying, oh, man, they're not, you know, they, they needed to show that they were an AAC title contender. Uh, maybe you can still do that if you flop, but I think if you just play them, if you go toe-to-toe, you come up a little short, that's okay. You need to show you can play on Tulane's level. And, of course, if you get the win, I think it's an absolute Gatorade bath for Ryan Silverfield. Yeah, I agree. I think we've I think we've we've identified it. It is, and for Ryan Silverfield, 100 percent deserves a Gatorade bath. Oh yeah, um, he it, does. It, but but I I mean, I, I think the significant. I love I'd love it if they play on the level, but I think the significance of winning is is dramatically. Well, uh, if you want to get people really bought back in, that's what yeah, you, do. you gotta Especially win with it with it being here again. Pratt's good. They don't have spears. Um, you know, they, they do, they do have some weapons. I don't want to just sit here and act like their offense isn't anything. Jeffrey nailed it. It's, it's how you're going to block that defensive front that was so physical against Ole Miss, you know, but, but it's not just, again, here's the thing though. If you lose Jeff, there's still an opportunity to run the table, beat SMU, everybody else. You get a crack at Tulane again. Now is, is at that point, you know, uh, a peach bowl off the table. Probably so. I mean, that's the way, Jeff, to keep, you know, it's not just the AAC title. It's the opportunity for a New Year's Six that really keeps people, that gets people that's back exactly in. Right. We've always it's, it's used when people gauge. are talking about you nationally. Right. And people you got to be, you gotta be good to great. you got to be good to great to move the needle. And, and, and right now they're, I don't, they're borderline good. But you go out and get a win tonight and you could show us, hey, maybe this team's possibly great. And, again, that's coming off of, what have been, let's be real, mediocre uh, uh, finishes in the AAC the last couple. I mean, you were picked fourth this year. You don't get people excited finishing third or fourth in the AAC. You do that by winning this game tonight. So it's absolutely all there for Ryan Silverfield. He's put, he's putting butts in seats literally with his own dollar uh, tonight, and hopefully uh, he's going to get the crowd he wants, but more importantly, the performance he needs out of his, out of his team tonight. I like what you said um, about um... – the fact that this shows – to me, that that was one of the significance of the Boise State game. If you had a team Absolutely. that had quit on their coach, they would not have been able to come back from 17 nothing. So they are – honestly, like in some ways they were outplayed by Boise State, but for them to come back from that deficit showed that the team still believes in each other and in him. And for him then to have an opportunity – we often say – once people are kind of out on you, it's hard to get them back, right? Yeah. It's that's GP's line. Yeah, and and I don't know that you could ever say that Memphis was out on Ryan Silverfield, but it was certainly trending that way. And mm-hmm. for him to have this opportunity um, to get them back and to deliver on the promises he made, I really think it's extra- an extraordinary opportunity um, for everybody. And I like what you said. He's he's putting butts in the seats, quite literally with his own money. Anyway, we'll see that tonight. A uh, couple other things real quick before I let you go. Yeah. Uh, your colleague, uh, John Martin, wrote a column at the Daily Memphian about uh, Billy Richmond III and basically said, listen, his dad's social media posts do not mean that he, do not rule out the possibility that he is coming to Memphis. Mm-hmm. And then further, while it would be a great thing to get him, in this day and age, there really is no must-gets anymore, certainly as a high school player. Do you agree with both of those things? 
I mean, I do. I, you know, usually I like to play contrarian to John Martin's, John Martin's takes when I can, but I, I, I can't. I, I, I can't hear <laughs> um, because it's the right call. I, I don't. You know, Mom's made it pretty clear publicly. That's the only reason I, I even go into this dynamic of of mom and dad right. and, and Trey and between. But she's made it clear publicly that this decision is between her and her son. And so I, I do think that you know, in the end, what what you know, Billy's. Uh, you know, his, his uh, lack of satisfaction with the basketball program right now, or at least the job that Penny Hardaway is doing, won't have any effect whatsoever on Trey's choice. And I also agree that, again, and, and it, it'd be different if we're not seeing Penny Hardaway go out the last two off-seasons and kill it in the transfer portal. Go out and get pretty much, you know, that maybe not whoever he wants, because he's talked about it, that NIL's limited him. Seemed like when he did that, up, did that though, he just threw up, it was like a bat signal. You know, and it rained down money. He's able to go get Quinterly and Jordan Brown and everybody else. But when you see what he's capable of in the transfer portal, it's true. You apply that to college basketball today. You just look at Jonathan Lawson's situation. Again, not as highly rated a prospect, but one we all felt like that if he stayed a few years at Memphis, at some point he's going to be in the rotation. Well, those first couple of years, it didn't work out because Penny is playing older guys. He red shirts the first year. Doesn't get, I'm sure, as much time as he wanted the second, and he's out of here to Creighton. And so that can happen, I'm saying, with freshmen, even ones as talented as Billy Richmond, when you have a coach who is going out and getting the kind of experience in the transfer portal, that kind of experience, that kind of talent that Penny Hardaway has. So it's an absolute real truth on both ends. I hope it works out. I, I would subscribe to this, and John brought it up yesterday, and others have too. I, because this has been so public, because Penny – you know, stayed in it till the end with Curtis Gibbons the third and missed. I don't think Penny Hardaway is going to go 0, 2, 0 for 2 on the two Memphis kids. He's, you know, I, I just, again, he hasn't missed a ton when he stayed in till the end on the Memphis guys, the Memphis prospects, the Memphis uh, products that he's wanted. And, to, you know, I just don't think that Penny's going to be sitting here at the end of it looking in both hands and doesn't have either one of them with Curtis Gibbons the third or, or Trey. And so uh, whether it's John or, what it feels like is maybe a vibe going around. It's, it feels like, you know, maybe this is sort of flipped where at, at one point here last week, a couple of weeks ago, you're thinking, well, maybe he's a Kentucky lean. I don't know. I, I feel like right now Penny's in really good shape. And I think, I think John said that on the air and off, and you might call Memphis the favorite right now. Because, again, when Penny's determined to land somebody, in this case I'm 0-1, I don't want to go 0 for 2, uh, you, you feel pretty good about it. So I, I, I still feel good about Memphis' chances to get Trey Richmond. I liked hearing Calvin Austin on with you all yesterday, and I was glad to hear he's buried the hatchet. You, you remembered um, faster than John did the uh, unfortunate incident where he was misidentified yep. at a Tiger football game and tweeted, I won't be back here soon. So I'm glad you guys were able to clear that up with him. And it feels like the University of Memphis, in a lot of ways, does the right things whenever they, whenever they can. And there they screwed up and they acknowledged it, right? Well, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because Calvin acknowledged that almost as soon as, you know, that night was over, his phone was blowing up and part of it was uh, a bunch of it was Memphis reaching out to say, look, that, you know, that, that was a mistake. We got to get this because we have to have you here. Remember, I, I think it was someone who had quote tweeted you pointing out Anthony Miller and Isaac Bruce that said, yeah, but they're misidentifying Calvin Austin the third. Calvin then taking that tweet and saying, <laughs> look, yeah, they blew it here, and I'm not coming I'm back, back to any game soon. anytime yeah. soon. You have to get that right. And Memphis, to your point about doing the right things, did it immediately. And so Calvin told us that one had been uh, – that was, that was you know water under the bridge uh, way back because Memphis had reached out and that he'd be there. And 
he was he was screaming out, you know, pack the bowl uh, yesterday, pack pack Simmons Bank, and so I don't even know what you say anymore. What is is it pack the bowl? Pack the, um, pack the I'm, I'm calling it the Liberty Bowl. About, yeah, whatever. So yeah, Gabe calls it. Gabe yesterday when he was talking to me called it the Sim. And I'm well, just that, not see, willing like, to. Yeah, see, you like you're the like sim? John. Jarvis brought to, he said sim to me, you know, oh, a couple of months ago. Jarvis I said thought it, sim. I thought it, I thought it rolls off, and maybe him and Gabe are up to this. I just thought, maybe I thought that kind of rolls off the tongue. Uh, Jarbo, yeah, he had mentioned Sim a couple of months back. The so maybe Sim. I don't know if Gabe's jumped on his train or if he was one of the originators of the Sim. But I kind of like the Sim. I think it rolls off the tongue. And yes, man, you can feel the big game vibe, the big game feeling uh, uh, tonight in in sort in of the, the air, in the bowl, yeah. wherever it is. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Take care. Yep. Uh, Jeffrey, can you? Here's the thing about using shortcuts, using shorthand nicknames. Mm-hmm. If they're, if they're about a corporate, help me here, in terms of other stadiums that have nicknames, like the, you know, they used to call it, in, in, in Buffalo, they called it the Ralph. Yeah. Uh, after Ralph Wilson. So what we saw last night, they call Citizens Bank the bank at, in Philly. So, they yeah, they do. And so you can do that. I guess you could, but corporate names change Correct. so Oftentimes, frequently yes. that I just am hesitant well, like with, to call it, start calling it the Sim when it could, you know, well, the next Stadium, day it could be first Tennessee, for it, God's sake. When it was know? Heinz Field, everyone called it, you know, thanks to Boomer, the big ketchup bottle. Right. It but now it's not. But it's not at Heinz Fields sure, anymore. Yeah. So it's just not. I'm reluctant to nickname things after a corporate nickname. Like, you're fine calling AT&T Stadium Jerry's World because it's... It's Jerry. It's always yes, going to be Jerry's it's World. Jerry's World, yeah. And you know what? Honestly, if you wanted to nickname FedEx, you know, Forum, well, it's a 20-year contract. Like, I, maybe that's okay, you know. Yeah, but doesn't everyone just call it the Forum? Yeah, I don't know. No, if, if, there were, if you have a long-term... But I don't think Simmons Bank deal is even that long. It's not. Actually, yeah. I mean, you run. I don't, I'm not ready to go with the well, like Sam, you run the I'm risk of like you know what happens in what happened in Miami and what happened in Oakland where there's 38 different names. Right, we we got a perfectly good name. It's yeah. the Liberty Bowl. It's the Liberty Bowl. How did you, you feel, by the way, when you your honest emotional reaction when you heard that Memphis in May the uh, the music fest was paused, not canceled, paused? What did you? Uh, what was your reaction? A big that, shrug, or a, oh, that's too bad, or a tear, a single tear rolling down your cheek. What was your my what? honest reaction was? That's kind of what I was expecting when you started to look at, okay, the year that they had to do it at Liberty Park, and you we got the reports of I think it was Daily Memphian's report of how much money it lost, and then when you saw the lineup for this year's music fest, it's like oh yeah, that's the lineup of a cash strapped. You know, that's the lineup of someone, uh, organizations broke. And so you knew they weren't going to it's funny, recoup I, it. I, it. One of the things I've heard is, I've heard, see, heard people say on social media, is that the Tom Lee Park folk got what they wanted. I, I don't think that's true in this way. I'm not saying that the renovations to Tom Lee Park haven't hurt. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 